All right, today we're talking to Charlie, a good friend of mine who has tons of experience in meetings. So the question of the day, or question of the hour, is meetings. When you... I was in some meetings a couple weeks ago where I was mostly an attendee. It was mostly kind of the, you know, the typical product roadmap, life cycle. This is what's coming next. And, um, you know, this many months from now, we will have this cool thing. And so... It was like eight or nine hours straight breaks and stuff. I only spoke for maybe 10 or 15 minutes, but I found myself totally exhausted by the end of the meeting, by the end of the day. I I couldn't even do anything that evening. So my question to you is, you attend a lot of meetings. You travel a fair amount. What are your, well, one, why do we get so tired? Do you have any (laughs) ideas on this? Like, why do do we get so tired doing nothing? Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, we're thinking a little bit, but we're not. There was no like quantum mechanics going on in my head, like right. to solve problems. I'm just listening. So, what? What's the reason for the exhaustion? And have you found any techniques? You know, beyond like standing at the back of the room and like what? Have you experienced this? What do you think? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Wide open. Yeah, I mean, I uh, so. Let me, I'll, I'll kind of answer that in a long-winded way. Um, you know, one of the things I've been really focused on is is how do I make the most of my time and how do I get more efficiency and productivity out of it? And we've talked about this many times before, not on a podcast. Um, so one of the exercises I did um, when we were going through some of the, like checking my time out was after I attended a meeting, kind of doing assessment and say, I just finished a meeting and I do lots of them not uncommon to have five, six, seven, eight in a day. And I said, did I leave this meeting with less energy than I came in with, neutral or more energy? Some meetings were energizing, some meetings were de-energizing, and some were just kind of neutral. I'm assuming, Mm -hmm. like what what drove that would be your question, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, and this is is an observation of me, and I think your, your mileage may vary depending upon who you are, um, I tend to be more of an introvert, so I get energy from, you know, small interactions versus large group interactions. So I found when I was in a meeting with someone from my team on like a one-on-one situation and we're talking about, okay, what do we want to do? And we're brainstorming, and we're working back and forth. I would leave that meeting very energized. I'd be like, oh, that was a great meeting. I like, we did some good work and we we interacted and and I feel really good. When I go into a larger meeting, where I become more the fly on the wall and you're sitting there and you're listening to um, Mr. Loquacious who wants to talk and talk and talk. And you're like, can you just get to the point, (laughs) right? I was in one of those this week where, you know, we went from 4 p.m. to 10.30 in a meeting. PM, yeah. And it was a meeting that could have taken, I think we could have done the work in 45 minutes. Wow. And instead... You know, one person, you know, kind of took the floor and was talking through things. And it was interesting because the person in charge of the meeting, I talked to him afterwards. And I said, how was the meeting? He goes, oh, that was great. And I was like, what? <laughs> and, and his perception was we had to take the entire crowd through that excruciating process to work them and wear them down enough so that they'll really talk and get the work done. And, and, and I was just like, you got to be kidding me. You mean getting them to guess? Or getting them really clear on what needed to be done. Getting them to yes. So it's an interesting strategy and style. And this is a little bit of deviation from your question. 
um, but I brought it up because it's it's recent. But it was it was this idea of um, I I want to like wear down all the defenses, wear down the defensiveness, so people will just grapple with the work, and 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 it was and it wasn't him directing; it was just him letting people talk. So he was kind of a hands off facilitator, completely hands off. And, and and it was dependent upon everyone in the crowd to kind of make things happen or not, which I thought was a very, you know, passive aggressive kind of way to run the meeting. <laughs> and I'm like, if you had just said, look, guys, here's what we need to do. And you need to leave your egos at the door and let's get this done. And we're not leaving till we get it done. We probably could have got it done very, very quickly. But instead, one person dominated the room because he likes to talk. And we spent four hours letting him wind out. <laughs> and then... Right in the last 15 minutes. Okay, let's get the work done. And then we started doing the work. So what one interesting thing that I think this brings up is it doesn't sound like there was any type of time limit. No, completely open-ended. So there was no, so even though you were starting at 4 p.m., p.m., there was no kind of implicit understanding that at 5, most people leave or it was just. No. Did you even eat dinner? Like that can contribute to energy levels and yeah, they fatigue. they did order in dinner, which which was good. Um, but but yes, it was open ended, and I think it lacked structure and rigor. So in the course of that meeting, right, we were talking about energy levels and kind of like when you why why am I so drained? Um, I found myself getting really frustrated because my time feels precious, and I had five other projects I needed to be working on, and instead I was in this meeting, which was a meeting I had to go to. It was a mandatory attendance kind of thing. Um, those kind of situations become very draining for me because I feel the pressure of I could be doing other things with my time. So it's this goal misalignment. I'm in this meeting and I'm not getting done what I need to get done and the time's being wasted. So even though you're not doing anything, the fact that you're feeling like your time is being wasted is in fact draining your energy Yes. Interesting. Yeah, absolutely. And then you get frustrated with people who which are... Which also does... <laughs> yeah, which which adds to that, right? You know? Um, so have you found any techniques, though, to reduce the energy drain or the fatigue level from these meetings? Yeah, I mean, I, I think the obvious one, in that meeting itself, I stood up for probably three quarters of it because I'd been sitting all day. So so that was that was a just, you know keeping me active. I went out and got water and stuff like that. Right. Um, but I think when I got really frustrated with the personalities and the interactions, you know, one of my coping mechanisms is I, I have my little notebook that I take notes on for meetings and work and the things I'm doing. And I just started kind of making observations about the meeting <laughs> and, and in, a, really? in a very <laughs> candid way about, you know, like, like, Wow, look at this person over here. Huh, body language, really interesting. Huh, look at, and and somehow in making those observations, there's almost a, a like, you, you feel like you get a little control and autonomy, right? Mm. Because sometimes when you're in a meeting and you're, you're, especially if it's one of these mandatory ones where you have to attend, you feel like I have no power here and, and that becomes a very, you know, de-energizing thing. Mm. So, so somehow in writing, I'm able to, to kind of make some observations and, and feel like I'm doing something constructive, maybe if nothing else to then just process, why am I so frustrated here? Now, do, in this meeting, did you make any effort to redirect it or end it early? Or would that not have been a, like, would that have been kind of culturally 
disrespectful or not. Yeah, um, it, it's an interesting dynamic in this particular meeting. Um, uh, the the ending early wasn't something I could do because it was my boss's meeting, and he likes to run long, right? So so that that wasn't something I felt I had access to. But you know, in terms of getting work done, I felt I was trying to to redirect it, but there almost wasn't the the, the way the meeting was being run is it was kind of just this free form. So most verbal one takes control and runs. And and that was permitted inside the context of the meeting. So I, I didn't find, I wasn't very successful at, you know, kind of bringing people around to the point because I would try and bring people around to, to like, okay, so let's sum this up and let's try and capsulize it. And then it would be like, oh, no, 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 you got it wrong. And then off on another tangent and talk for another half hour. <laughs> so, so was there anything you would do differently next time? In this particular meeting, I'm not sure. Uh, I'm not. I would have to think more about. It. So this meeting is a little. This is a more focused meeting than what we originally started talking about, which was kind of the big, the, the well, overarching concept. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the so back to the so this meeting that I was in was like 20 people. Yeah. You know, you're sitting in the big U in this room, and so standing up. I like your writing down observations. Um, any other ideas? Any? Yeah, I mean, I think generically talking about meetings, because I think this this one's kind of a little bit specific in terms of what happened there and the, the constraints around it. Generically, what, what I've you know tried to do as I architect my meetings is I know that kind of for me, the one-on-one interactions where I'm working with someone that I, I like and enjoy, and there's different people that I interact with in meetings. I, I noticed there were some people that when I interacted with them, I would leave the meeting frustrated, angry, de-energized, right? Oh, this is as you're tracking these meetings as you're going. All the meetings that I participate in. And so what I ended up in doing is basically <laughs> declining meetings from those people or not setting them up or working with other people if I had that choice, if there were other people on the team that I could work with instead, just kind of triaging how many of these de-energizing meetings I allow into my schedule. Nice. Yeah. So that that was one coping mechanism I think that was helpful. The other thing I found that that's helpful is in the morning, my routine is I like to have coffee and then do a little bit of just solo work where I'm focused on what I want to do, right, relative to the day. And if I can get in a solid block of time working on the stuff that I'm focused on and, and pointed towards and make progress on that, that creates enough excess energy. I can I can power through a lot of the meetings in the day. That's a great idea. So in other words, you felt like you've accomplished, you've kind of gotten that accomplishment, um, I'll say box checked, but it, you've got those accomplishment endorphins. <laughs> yeah, no, t- totally, completely. And and that gives me the energy. And then I come into meetings and I'm bouncy and I'm happy and I'm like, okay, guys, let's get it done. You know, <laughs> and, and, we, and we kind of motor through stuff and motor through the day. But whereas if I've allowed myself to get derailed by checking email first thing and, and you're like, oh, shoot, another fire drill came in. Let me go take that fire drill. Oh, that one. And then before you know it, you've lost your your block of time where you could get stuff done that is important to you versus all the other urgent things that come in, in your email, right? Have you found it draining? So I'm thinking about part of this meeting I was at where at a certain point of the meeting, I was like, oh, this doesn't apply to me. I'll just delete email or I'll try to get stuff done. In hindsight, I think, whereas up until a certain point, I was taking notes. In fact, I was taking them on paper, which was kind of a change for me. But I thought, you know, this could be interesting. I have this composition book. I mean, I'll just 
I'm going to approach this meeting and I'm going to write everything down by hand. So I won't have the distraction of my computer and I really do need to do really good capture because I need to take a lot of this back and and kind of action it. So have you found that doing something at the same time is actually more draining than trying to pay attention to the meeting, even if the meeting isn't that interesting? Yeah. I mean, so it's frequent. I would say a very frequent occurrence where we'll be sitting in a meeting with a large group or even a semi-large group of people and half the people have their computers out and you're right. not you're not sure if they're checking email websites they're definitely not taking notes <laughs> you know occasionally there is a person taking notes on their computer but it's very seldom and with you know pretty consistently you will like something will pop up and someone will go oh i'm sorry what did you say can you repeat that? I, I think, or they'll try to partially answer with what they partially heard and get it all wrong, right? Pretending like they were clued in the whole time. And so there's incredible waste with that. And I found for me, it's like when that happens, one, if you get caught in it, you feel guilty and you're like, uh, right. And, and stressed. Um, and then two, I, when I'm doing that, I, I don't do email very well and I don't do listening to the meeting. Well, I'm just kind of do like crud <laughs> right there are very well yeah and i do a crummy job on both and and that becomes you know i want to do quality work so that's very demotivating and de-energizing um but the interesting thing is if i say i'm just going to listen to this meeting and i'm going to take notes like you were talking about or i'm going to participate in the conversation or listen very carefully that then in some meetings i'll sit there and go like why am i here just doing this right suddenly your perspective on the meeting like i'm not multitasking i am here for this meeting and I'm 100% attending, I shouldn't be in this meeting. This is a waste of my time. Even beyond the, well, I kind of need to be here in case something comes up. Yeah, because when you, when you say, okay, now I, I am not multitasking, so I'm getting nothing done but this meeting, like I'm completely focused, and that's why I'm here, and suddenly you're like, well, wait a minute, is my time worth it to go spend 45 minutes or an hour here at this meeting simply just taking notes on this meeting that i don't there's nothing to take notes on or i'm like right that i could read the minutes from later or just ask someone or you know it it, it changes the evaluation whereas oh i'm going to go to the meeting but i know that i'm going to sit there and, and i'm going to multitask so i'll get something done right so it's not a complete waste of my time it's only half a waste of my time right in theory in theory in theory and and if you say okay i'm going to be 100 percent, i'm going to this meeting because it's important and then you don't do anything else, suddenly your, your evaluation criteria becomes a lot higher, right? So, so I think back to your original question, which is how do you avoid being de-energized from meetings, I think is, is filtering those meetings and say, is this meeting worth me attending and being 100% there? Thanks for listening to The John Polster Show notes, links, and all that other good stuff for this episode are at johnpolster.com slash podcast. If you have questions or ideas for the podcast, send those to podcast at johnpolster.com. Thanks to Kevin McLeod for the music on this podcast, which is licensed under a Creative Commons license and can be found at incompetech.com. Incompetech.com.